Thursday, June 7th, having a conversation concerning today's headlines and real-life challenges. I'm Tom Lamprecht, along with Pastor Harry Reeder. Stay with us as we apply a biblical worldview with gospel solutions to put the issues of today in perspective. Here, I'm going to take you to a couple of news stories, one out of Fox News, the other out of World Magazine. The Fox News story reports that a New York City proposal would allow people born in New York City the option to choose a third gender on their birth certificates. This would allow adults to go back and change their birth certificates from male or female to the new X category. New York and California seem to be the arbiters of pop culture movements. Pop culture is the product of the various dynamics of a society all the way from shows that are produced to the jokes that are funny to the books that are written, the songs that are sung. So now we're going to have a culture which you can't just look at people and say, well, that's he or she, because now we have said that people can self-identify clearly the confusion and the loss of objectivity in this postmodern world and the absence of any categories of accuracy common sense based upon truth, not only ethical absolutes, but created absolutes simply by observation. That's a man, that's a woman. No, I may have the biological apparatus of that, but I've decided I am not that. You have to then set aside any common sense in your life and accommodate the chaos that I have selected in my life. Well, that leads to the unraveling of a culture, but where does that come from? Folks, that comes from just basic reality that we have lost sensibility in the issue of origins. Atheistic Darwinian evolution has now brought us to the point there is no creator who has sovereignly made us in his image, male and female, has sovereignly instituted certain dynamics such as the sanctity of work, the sanctity of rest, the sanctity of sexuality within the sanctity of marriage, that all of that is dismissed. And now we are right back to two books in the Bible, the book of Judges and the other is the book of Ecclesiastes. In the book of Judges, it repeatedly says that everyone did what was right in their own eyes. And that, of course, leads to a lifestyle that's affirmed and developed by Solomon in his book of Ecclesiastes. A culture in which everyone does what is right in their own eyes becomes a culture of two things, chaos and vanity. And the word vanity means emptiness, confusion and emptiness. Harry, least anyone think that this is just related to what the latest song is talking about. It's actually entered into our court system. Two courts, one in Pennsylvania, the other in Virginia just two weeks ago, disregarded students' pleas for privacy in public school locker rooms and restrooms. The judges avoided making any distinction between the sexes and ruled transgender students should be allowed to use the sex-segregated facilities that affirm their gender identity. Only four minutes into one of the oral arguments in Pennsylvania, Circuit Judge Theodore McKee stopped plaintiff's attorney Randall Winger and forbade him to use the word sex and opposite sex. He said, when you use the word sex, you complicate the discussion. It's not that simple. That's why I use the term transgender boy or girl to try to get around that problem. 
and then you're going to have to come up with more adjectives and more adverbs. Well, I'm not really a transgender boy. I'm a transgender X. Now, by the way, I'm not really transgender. I'm pan-gender. So the alphabet, LGBTQ+, has now become LGBTQIA+. It continues on ad infinitum, ad absurdum. Legislative initiatives, such as what's happened in New York, both reflect the pop culture and add to the pop culture, then that shows up in judicial rulings that are not based upon constitutional law of a locality or a state or a nation. They're based upon pop culture. That judge's comments, as nonsensical as they are, do make sense if you embrace the cultural anomalies that we see today. We have now a pop culture that says, you are not what God made you, you are what you want to consider yourself. Quote, every man does and is and embraces what is right in his own eyes. The only thing is you can't say that anymore because you can't use the word man. Now you've got to use the word every entity is what they say they are in their own eyes. In the very court case that you're talking about, people are trying to get security and privacy and modesty in a public facility. We did a program yesterday on my trip to Israel. One of the things I do is I take people to the ruins of Bet Shan. Bet Shan was a Canaanite city that became a Israeli city or Jewish city when Joshua came into the land, but never fully occupied, therefore remained in the hands of the Canaanites, heavily influenced by Egyptian pharaohs who had a control of the trade route. And when the Romans finally conquered it, I take people right beside the theater to the public facilities. And then I made the comment that one of the marks of civilization is a public facility. But you will notice there is no male or female in this public facility. Now, on the one hand, there was a public facility. That's the mark of a civilization, is that the government for general welfare will make a public facility. Ingenious public facilities, by the way, with even running water and how it was put together. But there was no privacy. Why? A pagan world in life view. Then when Christianity comes, you not only have the matter of a public facility that makes available things to people in the necessities of life, but now privacy and modesty is now given. But now we have in our descent into a pagan world in life view, you've got rulings from these very courts where students have come and said, I want to go to a locker room and a bathroom where I don't have to share it with someone of the, quote, opposite sex. And in the presentation, they're told you can't even use the language opposite sex. What's at loss? Privacy, modesty. What will happen from that? Chaos, confusion, molestations, all other things, the doors wide open for voyeurism and everything else that used to we did not have in the sensibilities of a culture and the sanctities of that culture, including the sanctity of true privacy. Isn't it interesting? We claim privacy to advance the right of the killing of an unborn child, but we will not affirm privacy for someone to be able to have modesty and security in a public facility. Here, as we continue to go down this road, what's the ultimate outcome? Everything's going to become meaningless. Without objectivity, you can't have liberty. You've got to have something that is objectively true in order to have true liberty. Liberty without objective truth is nothing more than anarchy, 
Every man does what's right in his own eyes. Court systems scramble to affirm what every man does what's right in his own eyes. People cannot live with confusion, emptiness, and chaos. That leads to dictatorships. That leads to somebody rising up and saying, Hey, I can bring order to this confusion. Whenever you lose the absolutes, then you lose true liberty. We have a home in our backyard. We have about 20 yards in our backyard. And then there's a cliff on the other side of that. Well, when my grandchildren come over, they go out and play in the backyard. Cindy gives them about five yards, and that's about it. Because she doesn't want them to go off the edge of the cliff. But if I put a fence up, now they get the full 25 yards. That's what objective true law does. It's built on ethical absolutes, and it puts the fences up, and that's what gives full and true liberty, liberty that is within the boundaries of what is true and what is absolute and what is law. When you have an atheistic world in life view, then there are no realities. There is only what exists by virtue of chance and mutation. Therefore, humanity says we'll make it what we want to be instead of we will conform to what God has revealed that it is. And that leads to emptiness and that leads to a way of life that no one can accept, which means It creates a culture in which dictators become welcome and flourish. As we close out for today, let me remind our listeners there's a number of ways they can stay in touch with Harry Reader and Today in Perspective. The best way is by downloading the Briarwood app. It is available through your favorite app store. Simply type in Briarwood PCA. You'll have access to this podcast as well as to our Fresh Bread 5-Minute Daily Devotional. Five minutes each day in the Scriptures with Harry. A great way to start or finish out your day. Again, this app is yours at no cost. We'll do stop by again tomorrow, Friday, as we continue our conversation and as we apply a biblical worldview to put the issues of today in perspective.